The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX-FM 93.1 with yours truly, Neville James. It's the day after the Super Bowl, so you know we're going to break that down in a little bit. And, of course, the table talk starts at the bottom of the hour, but we're going to go right to the National Weather Service. Uh, It's a beautiful day here in Paradise. Good morning. Who am I speaking with? Um, Lee Inglis. Good morning. Hey, Lee. How are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm doing good. How's San Juan? Uh, good. It was raining this morning, but overall it's good. <laughs> okay, that's good. What are we looking at um, for the middle of the week? Oh, yeah. Um, well, we're expecting basically a same water pattern for most of the the start, you know, Monday through the midweek. Mm-hmm. Patches of moisture will continue to reach the local islands in Mediterranean winds, in the trade winds, and will continue to to uh, result in passing showers, mainly in the morning hours. I know you guys receive a lot of rain activity uh, in, the early, in the late morning, well, early morning hours, but in the like uh, for the next hours, another source of moisture will move into the area, turning again party cloudy skies with some passing showers. This activity is not expected to be um, significant. However, the heaviest shower activity can result in piling of water over mainly over the roadway, so that could um, increase, you know, the potential for for car accidents. And for that reason, we are. Uh, saying to the people that exercise caution across the roadways um, in the morning hours specifically. What about our um, our mariners and our beachgoers? Can we get oh, a marine yeah. advisory uh, and a beach, co- beach yeah. advisory? Yeah, we don't have any advisory in terms of marine today. Uh, the, the conditions will remain choppy uh, with seas up to six feet and moderate risk of red cotton. However, another pulse of northly swelling and, and increasing in the wind pattern will turn uh, hazardous conditions again starting on Wednesday. So uh, we probably can expect it on Wednesday uh, through Friday, a high rate could arise across all the 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 U.S. Virgin Islands and also a small craft uh, criteria and a small craft advisory where Asia. Well, we don't have any of those advisories out, but you know, in the forecast, the the hazard conditions are expected. Okay, good. Now, um, it's been the weather's been really good. Um, the highs have gotten up into like the lower mid eighties. Is that going to be? Uh, is it going to remain that way for the rest of this week? Yeah, at least for the first part, that we were expecting even you know between the low and the mid eighties across the, the the coastal areas. However, we are expecting a slightly changing winds more to the southeast, so that could also increase the temperatures and probably across the coastal areas of of San Croix, you guys can see uh, a little bit upper of the mid eighties, probably eighty six, eighty seven. So that's the norm at least for today in through Thursday. 
After that, um, a pattern will change again to the east-northeast, and that will turn again the, the, the warmer temperatures to be in the low low 80s for that. So it's like in, it's, it's a combination. First part of the week, we are sort of a slightly warmer conditions, so slightly warmer temperatures, sorry. And then for the last part of the week, we're expecting slightly fresh uh, temperatures. Now, um, this is supposed to be the dry season, but we're, we're getting the nice uh, intermittent showers. Um, is it going to remain this way? Yeah, you have a point. It's, it's supposed to be the dry season, but um, we are receiving a lot of patches of moisture and better winds, and that is what is resulting in this showered activity, a showery pattern probably is the best wording for that. Uh, for the morning hours specifically, because if you if you know the previous days, we have plenty of shower activity in the morning hours, and then we can, we can see periods of sunshine and, and periods of clear skies. So this, this, this pattern will continue at least for the next, for this week and probably the next one. Um, and also uh, with the, with the remnants of frontal boundaries, you know, the, reach the the island that also increase the potential we're expecting on thursday uh, an increase in moisture so probably thursday this week is the most water day for the entire week but we still having the potential for the passing showers in the morning hours mostly for the eastern sections of the island and obviously the local waters what about culebra and vieques basically the same pattern as you guys those islands as 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 the east part of Puerto Rico receives basically the same pattern. Uh, so the showers that stream across the U.S. Virgin Islands move into the Culebra and Vieques and then move into parts of the of the eastern Puerto Rico. And that also is because of the windy conditions. We have breezy conditions, so the showers move quickly through all the islands stream, obviously across the island. In, 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 and this pattern will continue, as I mentioned before, is it will be the same pattern for the U.S. Virgin Islands and Culebra and Vieques for, for the week. Happy Valentine's, Lee. Thank you, you too. Okay, be good, and uh, we'll, we'll talk uh, later this week, okay? Okay, no problem. Have Th a great day. You got it. That's Lee Inglis from the National Weather Service uh, down there uh, in San Juan. And uh looks like we got some, some good weather. You know what I'm saying? So we want this to remain uh, for at least the next eight days. Um, because uh, we got the Ag Fair coming up here on the St. Croix side. And we got the music festival, a little jazz thing, Friday night, down in the West. Um, so, you know what it is. It's time of year. It's, it's paradise and perfect weather, actually. So we appreciate that. So, it's the day after Super Bowl biggest sports day at least in america i don't think it's the biggest sports day in the world anymore because the world cup the years when the world cup is going on the world cup run things but it's probably the biggest day of the year for this year in sports because ain't got no world cup in 2023 and they got no olympics uh in, in until next year so this is the biggest sports day um, or yesterday um, was going to be uh, the biggest sports day of the year for 2023. You know, <clears throat> you know me, right? I'm a sports junkie. If we got if we got game going on, I dang it from time I was a little child, and 
you know, I've been, I'm a Packers fan. Okay. I like the small market teams for the most part, except for my undying love for the Yankees. Because that's why I be, you know what I mean? But um, I root for small market teams. Timmy Duncan, uh, for the sports, the smallest market in the NBA. He won five championships when he was here and all that stuff. Definitely want to give props to the Kansas City Chiefs. This season, though, um, was kind of undermined by a, sequence, a series of events that happened towards the latter part of the season. And the Kansas City Chiefs took full advantage of it. And they are the deserving 2022 NFL champions. Yes, there was a controversial call towards the end of the game last night that they uh, benefited from and all that, but that happens. You know what I'm saying? I don't like it. I think it's bad for sports because... On its grandest stage, you want the game to be determined by the players, not the not the officials. And you know, but what I don't like, what I don't want to sound like, because I, I'm not a Philly fan, even though I thought Philly was gonna win the game, is a sour grape. So I ain't going there. But don't let anybody ever tell you that the only thing that counts is the playoffs and who wins championships and all that stuff, because that's false. The prerequisite for winning a championship is playing excellent ball during the regular season. That allows you to play to, to mentally be at a high level and not have to turn things up to get to where you want to go. In this case, I'm going to, let me explain what I'm talking about. Going into the next to last week, I believe it was, or with two weeks to go in the season. There was a Monday night game between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. And at that time, the going into that weekend, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills had the same record. They had the, they were tied for the best record in the AFC, the American Football Conference. Had they both ended up with the same record, Buffalo would have been the number one seed and not Kansas City. Unfortunately, we had the incident where Damar Hamlin uh, went into cardiac arrest on the field. And we are glad that you know the worst case scenario wasn't realized and he was actually at the game yesterday sitting next to Travis Kelsey's uh, and Jason Kelsey's mother next to the commissioner, Roger Goodell. But because of what happened in that game, that game was not completed. And as a result, the Kansas City, the, the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals only played 16 games this year. And the Kansas City Chiefs played 17 games. Uh, Kansas City ended up with a 14-3 and record. And Buffalo ended up with a 13-3 and record. As a result, Kansas City ended up with a one seed because they had one more win than Buffalo, which is unfortunate. But from a percentage standpoint, 14 out of 17 is, is better than 13 out of 16. And because they were playing with that one seed, 
Buffalo now ended up being the two seed and they had to play Cincinnati the week before the conference finals or, or the, the AFC championship game. And as a result, Kansas City had an easier route to the AFC championship game and they handled the business. They took care of the business. But because of that dynamic with that cardiac arrest, it changed everything. Because if both of those teams had ended up at 14 and 3, which is possible, not necessarily likely, but possible, Kansas City would have had to play Cincinnati the week before the AFC Championship game instead of that being Buffalo. And see what I'm telling you? That's why the regular season is so important. Buffalo would have been the one seed. So that undermined the whole, that whole side of the bracket. On the NFC side, Philadelphia was the best team in the, in the NFC. And the game last night was an excellent game. Um, Philadelphia showed their class. Um, Jalen Hurts, a great quarterback. Um, Patrick Mahomes, a legendary quarterback for Kansas City. And the score was, you know, went down to the wire. 35-35 inside of two minutes. Kansas City runs a play. Philadelphia uh, defensive back was a little physical with the uh, Kansas City wide receiver. I don't think it warranted a flag because they were allowing that type of physical play throughout the game. And that's the problem that the fans have, right? Ain't bad officiating. It's inconsistent officiating. If you ain't allowing something for throughout the game, then don't allow it all the way to the end. If you're allowing something throughout the game, allow it all the way to the end. And that apparently wasn't the case. And, and that's where the frustration comes in. The biggest beneficiary is the National Football League. Because there's nothing more that sells in American sports than controversy. And it takes away um, from the efforts on the field. And that's unfortunate. But it's about the spirit of competition. And I know... Uh, my good friend Randy Russell gonna have a field with me in the morning because you know he was a Olympian. He's a on the Virginia Olympic team and the Virginia Track and Field Federation. It's about competition, man. And the thing is, you want to win when you reach that level. That because ain't got no guarantee you don't get back. Dan Marino won the great quarterbacks. His second year in the, in, the, in the NFL. Break all the records, make it to the Super Bowl. His team lost to the San Francisco 49ers. The assumption was, well, he's so good, he's going to make it back again. Dan Marino never see a, 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 foot, a Super Bowl football field again. Retired, never playing there again. The great Aaron Rodgers, you know, that's my boy, right? Won a Super Bowl 12 years ago. He said, well, and then the year after that, win the MVP. He said, well, he's the nicest thing we've seen trying about in a lot of years. He ain't make it back to the Super Bowl again. You know, guarantee. Okay, it's a team sport, you know. So, to all in Chiefs Kingdom, okay, that's what they call it. Congratulations, white, yellow, and red. Run things for another year yeah, in the NFL. And um, we also found out that um, they had two Virgin Islanders, I mean, two West Indian players. One for Kansas City named Joshua and, of course, Linval Joseph, who used to play, who won a Super Bowl with the Giants back in the day. He played with the Eagles yesterday, participated in the in the Super Bowl. So, you know, the West Indies, you know how it is. We we big like that. Big every time. 
And um, it was good to see that uh, players of uh, West Indian descent are uh, participating in the highest levels of North American sports, team sports. And uh, it's a beautiful thing to see. And for all the ladies, uh, Rihanna, she did her thing. Doom, do, 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 do. All the big two of them being like wild thoughts for Khaled and all of them, all of them come out there last night. So, uh, you know, the halftime show is actually, uh, it had, I saw one sign where a, a, a lady said, I came to a Rihanna, conference, Rihanna concert and the Super Bowl interrupted. Uh, <laughs> what I came to say, I like that kind of, you know, that kind of humor, you know what I mean? So, and uh, Rihanna uh, knocked it out. But look now, you know, just analyze this, right? I want you to have to listen to this real good. 30-second spot for the Super Bowl, $7 million. That's the kind of money we're talking about. A 30-second spot, $7 million. Like they say in St. Thomas. Make your head spin. I remember when there used to be a $35,000 thing back in the day. So check, but they make so much money off of this. I'll make sure I find, uh, I want to find that, um, uh, find that link. So me and Ronnie and Rocky could break that one down. Because, you know, you do the math, 30 seconds. You do the math, I mean, that, that'll make your head spin, the kind of money, you know what I mean? Seven million. Yo, check, make sure I get that one. Let me see. Yep, in 2023, a 30-second Super Bowl commercial cost a record high average of $7 million. That's the reason why we analyze things here. Economics. We're going to do a little math uh, when Rocky already come on at the bottom of the hour. Had a great sample uh, Friday for the, uh, with the COVID-19, so we're paying attention to that as well. So we can break that down and it was a good day on Wall Street uh, as well. So we'll take a break. We'll come back, wrap that up, and then get the boys on at the bottom of the hour. Be back right after this. equals new business opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers deposit banking products, business online platforms, and commercial loans. Their SBA lending department offers financing options and access to capital for businesses. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay, 340-773-8500, and one in Peters Rest, 340-713-8500. Bank of St. Croix is an equal housing lender. Bankofstcroix.com. Welcome to the Virgin Islands. The USVI Caribbean Music Festival on St. Croix officially launches on Friday, February 17th. This is a free community event presented by the U.S. Virgin Islands Department of Tourism, curated by the United Jazz Foundation in collaboration with Jazz at Lincoln Center, and sponsored by the VI Lottery. 
The event runs from 6.30 to 11.30 p.m. along the Waterfront Promenade in Fredericksdale and features Grammy Award-winning jazz vocalist Diane Reeves, Marsvin Davids, Caribbean Players of St. Croix, and Calvin Johnson and native son of New Orleans. For more information, CaribbeanMusicHeritage.org or 646-725-3353. I'm Deepa Fernandez from Public Radio's Midday News magazine, Here and Now. We'll bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up, plus conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So please join us for Public Radio's Midday News magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1. 1A is your place for daily conversation with thoughtful guests and listeners from around the country. Fridays are home to our news roundups where we answer your questions about the biggest stories of the week. I'm Jen White. This year, we continue to celebrate your freedom to listen, weigh in, and share what you're curious about. And with your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Um, some COVID-19 numbers. Uh, as of Friday afternoon. Right? First good thing I want to let you know is our actives in the territory are down to 101. Okay? So... Uh, that's uh, like a 200% reduction over the last, I'd say, uh, let me see, 289 on the 27th. Mm. Today's the 13th, right? So the 30th. The 30th would have been two weeks ago. Uh, we were at 265. And now we're at uh, 101. So, um, that's, 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 that's good. I like that. We were at 296 on the 23rd, which was three weeks ago. Yeah. So, um, we're pretty much at a third of that level. So we're heading in the right direction. Okay. Of the, uh, 101 actives, 47 on St. Croix, 46 on St. Thomas, and 8 and St. John. Uh, the most recent sample um, had 1,153 negatives and 10 positives. Okay? That's a ratio of 115.3 to 1. Less than 1%. I think it's safe to say that that was a very good sample. Mass testing went down someplace. And, uh, and that's good. As a matter of fact, um, the Virgin Islands, of all of the, the jurisdictions, right, on the mainland, um, has the highest reduction of positives over the last 14 days at 67%. And then American Samoa, is at 62%, 
and then um somebody else is in the 40s i believe it is or the 50s you must say yeah tennessee is at minus 59% so we're definitely heading in the right direction um right now we're at uh nine cases for every 100,000 people and we could live with that alabama louisiana alabama right now uh, they got some increase going on wyoming as well but we're heading uh, in the right direction there right so let me um continue to and i see me wear masks and all that stuff which is a good thing okay no we got a fear coming up so we're looking at another potential surge because people are going to be congregating uh for the three days over here on st croix so we're gonna be we're gonna be good I'd say sometime like the middle of March, we should be uh, down in the 20s and 30s numbers for actives territory-wide. And they're going to remain that way for the foreseeable future. That's based on the trend, you know. You never know what could happen. Now, nationally, like I said, we are 10%, right? Um, hospitalizations are under 30,000 at 29,138. And um, average deaths... At 4.42, and I'm going to read the, the state of the virus on the New York Times um, because, uh, you know, that the narrative really uh, allows for us to, to know what we're dealing with um, because there's a little concern because they said over 3,000 people. This is state of the virus. Okay, here we go. State of the virus updated February 10th, which is Friday. Right, they said cases, hospitalizations, are death and deaths are down in recent weeks, though a slight uptick in test positivity suggests that this progress could soon end. Already, the South is emerging as something of a hotspot. Alabama and Louisiana currently have the country's highest per capita case rates, and reports and reported cases have risen by more than twenty-five percent in both states over the past two weeks. That's Alabama, Louisiana. Deaths remain persistently high despite recent improvements. On average, more than 3,000 people are dying of COVID in the U.S. each week. Right? So, go keep an eye on that. It's a high, higher test positivity rates are a sign, and this is how to read COVID data now. Right, Higher test positivity rates are a sign that many infections are not reported, even if they are tested at home. This results in a more severe undercount of cases. The number of hospitalized patients with COVID is a more reliable measure because testing is more consistent in hospitals. You know, and of course, you know we, we like to look at that metric. <clears throat> in just deaths and positivity case. The, the hospitalizations really is, to me, that... Um, that uh, intermediate metric uh, is the one that you go keep your eye on. Gotta let you know where you're at uh, as a jurisdiction. Then they talk a little bit about the uh, bivalent booster shots and all that. <clears throat> they said the current available boosters target the Omicron subvariants B, B. BA.4 and BA.5, which are no longer dominant. And they tell you what experts say about who should get them and how well they still work. Check this in New York Times. You know, we've been using this uh, as a guide for us. And they've done a good job, you know. And ever so often, we'll go to the Trans-Hopkins website where they tell us they're backing off of that uh, as well. 
Okay. Uh, so like I said, um, we had 10 positives, 3 were on St. Croix, 7 were on St. Thomas, 0 on St. John. That's a good thing. St. John number at 8 is a relatively high number for actives. And we're still at 129 deaths, and we hope we don't get no higher than that. And they've been at that number there for a while now. I'm going through my numbers here, 129. Uh, January, January 18th, Friday the, it wasn't Friday. No, that would have been a Monday. No, is it the first? No, that would have been a Wednesday. Wednesday the 18th. We went to 129. <coughs> and uh, come uh, this Wednesday, ho hopefully you stay at that number, you can make a full month that we are. Uh, We've been stuck, stuck at that number and hopefully we don't go away. Okay? Good day at the marketplace. The Dow was up uh, 169.39 points, a half of a percent, closing at 33,869. 25 of the 30 blue chip stocks saw gains. NASDAQ was down three fifths of a percent at 0.61, but uh, SP 500 was up 0.22%, and Russell 2K was up 0.18%. So we're keeping an eye on the marketplace because, you know, the feds, you know, they keep uh, impacting interest rates and all that stuff. And, you know, we ain't going to let them there, uh, do what they got to do and, and we're not paying attention to what's going on there. Let check. So that's um, pretty much what we got. We should be hearing from the boys uh, at the bottom of the hour. Uh, let me look at... Um, the source to see uh, local stories. Oh, oh yeah, I got a thing for you with respect to the to the cost for the ads and all that stuff for the Super Bowl. So I gonna bring that up um, when um, Ronnie them come. So the LS will break that one down for us uh, from a contextual perspective. Um. See these things, events happening, and I keep forgetting these events are happening, you know, at an event this weekend, and I missed that one, so I got to reach out to them. By the way, um, remember we had um, Ian Turnbull on, and he said he was in Washington, D.C., the governor was up there and all that stuff. The governor was, the governor made uh, uh, an appearance um, before a Senate committee on Thursday. All right, he and the other insular area governors. And um, there's an article in the source that shows the governor alongside uh, the other governors from the insular areas. Uh, they were before the Senate Committee on Energy and Natural Resources, chaired by West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin. And Brian's testimony came almost two weeks after he delivered the State of the Territory address to the 35th legislature and the people of the Virgin Islands, the tone of his remarks was cordial but direct. Uh, Virgin Islands made progress in its continuing recovery from the national disaster, natural disasters of 2017 in the areas of housing, infrastructure, and tourism, Brian said. He thanked Congress for raising the federal spending cap for Medicare and Medicaid reimbursements under the 2023 Consolidated Appropriations Act. But the governor said more is needed from Congress to resolve long-standing inequities between the territory. It should be territories, but he, of course, you know, he's speaking for the VA and U.S. states. Specifically, he asks for a better accounting of the rum excise tax reimbursed to the Virgin Islands. Quote, 
it is essential that we get this since this is the revenue we use to stabilize our pension system. The second most pressing request was for congressional intervention with the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, had come down hard on the territory with requirements for the safe operation of the former Lime Tree Bay oil refinery. And he said about 20% of the air workforce depends on the refinery to make a living. And he said its continued operation is needed to stabilize the economy. Um, he also raised the possibility of linking with another territory, Puerto Rico, to build a more reliable power system. And committee chair Manchin noted in his opening remarks that stabilizing Puerto Rico's power system was seen as the territory's most pressing needs. Ronnie Russell, the chief legal officer for the table talk. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Neville, and good morning to Rocky and Docs and the wonderful audience that you have generated over the years. Well, you know, you played a part in that, you know, and um, we're looking at a three-year anniversary come the latter part of April, so I want to thank you for making yourself available and allowing us to at least discuss and try to look um, solution-based um, from from how we talk and when we look at the initiative. So thank you very much, sir. Appreciate that. Thank you, too. Okay, yeah, good. For the opportunity. How was the yeah. weekend? It was great. Um, you know, uh, I played some music on Friday and the jump up was... You were nice? Extremely successful. Yeah, man. That's nice. She could. That's yeah. like, this time of year is really when we're supposed to make our hair or not? That's the time that I use, right? Make hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then... You know, I enjoy the Super Bowl. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's a that's a that's a Sunday. That's a that's a that's a that's a early February Sunday thing. Now you know it's part of our culture. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, so, you, so that's you, good. And, and we, like like you, I watched the Melrose games, and we had I, I yeah had, yeah the Melrose. Yeah, that, that, that's the indoor indoor championships in New York City, right? Yeah, and track I, and field. Know, yeah, yeah, man. It's it's, and we had Michelle Smith competing in the you know girls. How she do? How she do? Um, I didn't get the full results for her yet. Okay, I gonna pull that up. No, 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 I, I gonna pull, I gonna pull that up for Joe. For Joe, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky, I was Rocky, looking Rocky, for it. Yeah, Rocky has joined us. I want to say good morning to Rocky and then come back to you. Good morning, Mr. Ranking Member. How are you? Good morning, Mr. President, and good morning to the other president. That's right. And uh, I don't know if Docs is on yet. No, it's not. Majority leader, but good yeah. morning to you all and the listening audience. No, th this morning, so far, it's all the president's men. So, you know how that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, Ronnie was saying about the Melrose Games and um, Michelle Smith's participation, right? Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. Um, they didn't have on YouTube the, the, um, the high school part of it. They had mm -hmm. the full meet. And so I was looking on, on YouTube, you know, and um, I didn't get to call Keith. I won't call him today to find out how the whole thing went. But, you know, just being invited, Neville, to the premier indoor championship in the United States uh, and the world stage is a successful and what I think a right. successful right. campaign in track and field that we never had before. Right. Right. she went or no? She win? She win. I just, I just pull it up here now. And this, this, That's what I'm talking about. The, 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 the Daily News. It says Smith, Smith sets world's top time in Melrose game wins. 
Yeah. And I said, uh, Michelle wow. Smith was hoping that awesome. the level, awesome. yeah, M Michelle Smith was hoping that the level of competition she was going to face at the Miller Games would lead to a fast fast race. That and more happened for the Synchroy native as Smith won the high school girls' 600-meter race Saturday at yeah. the famed indoor track and field meet in New York City. The 16-year-old Smith, a junior at Mont Montverde Academy in Florida, easily won the 600-meter race in one minute, 29.52 seconds, beating wow. out, beating out runner-up Anissa Moore of Hempstead, New York, by nearly two seconds. And New York's Victoria Vidolova was third at 1.31.34. Not only did she set a Virgin Islands national record, but Smith's time was the fastest in the world this season by an under-18 athlete. The previous world best was 129.64, set by Switzerland's Fiona Van Flu on January 29th. So, Rodney, we're keeping our fingers crossed. So this, this young lady who I had the opportunity to interview, thank you, uh, Commissioner Calvert White, for setting it up with her and her dad. It looks like we got, we got something blooming, man. Yeah, and this year, the Carifta Games in the Bahamas, and I, if, if my schedule allows, I am going to be there. I'm telling you, this is the real deal, Neville, in track and field. She is the real deal. Carifta is where this year? The, in the Bahamas, and it's, you know, it's usually, usually Easter weekend, and it's all of the young, talented athletes of the Caribbean. And, you know, here is where Usain Bolt and you could name a hundred other athletes made their mark and started. So, and we, 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 we were part of that. No, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, and Rocky, we don't forget we got a lady, the young lady from Totola. Um, yes. Adija yes. Hodge, I think her name is, right? So, mm -hmm. so the VI, the, the US VI and the British VI, we, we, we hoping, <laughs> we hoping to be, <laughs> to be, to be at these high these high profile games to start to, to start their career man uh, but but here's what i told her dad and i told her don't overextend yourself because you got a long career ahead of you god willing you know what i'm saying so what are we gonna do I gonna, never, yeah 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 rocky before you go let me just tell you that don't forget coming up by the first of march that's right, that's right, that's right. We're gonna talk about that. We're we gonna break that down when we come back yeah. right now. Table talk in effect, <laughs> beautiful weather. By the way, I gotta get a weather report from Rocky over there on St. John as well. So we'll take a break and be back right after this. Forum, a non-profit organization since 1996, is proud to present Florida Tuluwachi, Latin Grammy winners, first and only all-women mariachi group in New York City. Saturday, February 18th, 8 p.m. at the Prior Jolic Hall on Antilles campus. This female ensemble weaves an arsenal of jazz, classical, salsa, cumbia, rock, country, and hip-hop to produce an edgy take on traditional Mexican music. The courtyard opens at 7 p.m. with Fair from Amalia Cafe.
more information, 646-725-3353, forumusvi at gmail.com or theforumusvi.org. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Democracy Now! features ideas and voices from some of the best minds of this generation and previous ones, including activists, muckrakers, visionaries, artists, risk takers, academics, and just folks, as in the most just folks who share a commitment to truth, democracy, justice, diversity, equality, and peace. Catch Democracy Now! at his new time, weekdays at 10 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. Tune in to Conversations with AARP Virgin Islands. Listen and watch to get news and information on upcoming events as well as informed conversations with agencies and community organizations. On WTJX-TV Channel 12, Fridays at 8.30 p.m., Sundays at 2 p.m., Saturdays streaming live on AARP Virgin Islands and WTJX's Facebook page Tuesdays at 11 and live 11 a.m. at 93.1 WTJX-FM, Conversations with AARP Virgin Islands is basically a desolate hellscape, but hey, at least it And we're back here on Analyze This, and uh, the table talk uh, is in effect, not in full effect, because uh, Doug School uh, uh, has him, uh, he's, he's, he's excused based on uh, his situation, but uh, we're good. But we got um, Ronnie Russell joining me uh, here on St. Craig. Good morning, Mr. President of 29th Legislature. Glad to have you on. Good, mo- good morning, everybody. Good morning, Rocky and everybody. That's what I'm talking about. And, of course, uh, Rocky Labor, two-time president. 20 f- Good morning. Excuse me. Hold on there. Good morning, Ronnie. Good morning. Good morning. President of, President of the 21st and 24th legislatures, respectively. Um, Mr. Ranking Member, how's the weather in St. John? Looks lovely from far. Lovely is lovely. St. John, St. Thomas, you know, it's, it's really beautiful weather today. Okay, that's that's good. Now, yeah, um, to wrap up this, um, Michelle Smith news. Um, Ronnie, I'm looking at it here. Um, she had... Uh, Splits, you know, they break down the race in, into into three splits: the two hundred, four hundred, and then, of course, you know, she runs six hundred yeah. meters, right? So, um, yeah. for those who are looking, you could go to results. dot org. Okay? I go to that. Okay, results. dot org. You know, I like to do the research thing, right, Ronnie? You know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, when, when you used to come in my office, you know, I would be behind my computer all the time, right? So, you know, that's how yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. just it's just awesome to see her name. At the top, Ronnie, man. This is this is yeah. And the thing about it is, she was groomed and prepared the right way. She gave false right. Rocky, Rocky, hear the terminology. <laughs> hear the local terminology. That's how it was, yeah. Yeah. He got back in the because yeah because she run in her division and she win in her division. Which is girls? She 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 ain't gonna run against the big leagues. No, she gonna win everything in her division. And when she's old enough, she gonna move up. And that's because uh, Keith Smith is a consummate coach. He went to all the ranks. He run. He do everything. 
and he is grooming his daughter to be a she's a world class already in her age group but world class with the top of the wall across the board yeah. and that is what's happening now you know neville you know track and field rocky mentioning something here that i like to hear there's certain sports that we we have always excelled in the virgin island mm -hmm. and you can't forget softball you cannot it, it died for a while no. but no. man it was a big thing no. you cannot and track and field basketball volleyball boxing yeah boxing yeah. you know and then a thing that come later, but we did well in swimming, you know? We did well. So of yeah, course, so with, Sh with Shelly Kramer and, uh, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, and then, so and then uh, what's his name? The fellow Holmgren with, it, with, with the sailing, right? Sailing. Yeah. Sailing too. Yeah, yeah. So that sports has always been in the forefront of the Virgin Islands. And we could go back to the, the World Championship boxer. You know what I'm talking about. And, you know, things, things you know, well, like always happen. Don't forget about yeah. Um, it was a Virgin Islander who saved the 1972 U.S. boxing team from embarrassment when Sugar Ray Seals was the only only boxer to bring back a gold medal from the gold games medal. in Munich. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. So, right. so we have it. But, but, but speaking of softball, um, softball and the, and the sewer name are synonymous in Saint John, Rocky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when you say you're going to play Frankie Sewer, right? so what a what a guy. What a, uh, when I'm going to St. John and they're going to play Sabal, they're going to play against Suez. Frankie and his other brother, Raul. Raul, yeah, yeah. And, and Raul we, uh, was a. Raul, these guys were like, you know, they were both pitchers, you know. Both pitchers, and Raul used to bring the heat. You know, <laughs> I, I, I like. Raul was the, the man used to bring the heat. Yeah. We, we had a pitch. We had a we had a pitcher on St. named Benjamin Legrand, and that was oh, a that was that was a one two a one two a one two. No 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 no. What I was saying was because um, Jogi's Paris tell me about it. Um, we had a yeah. we had a one two pitching punch with Frankie Sua and 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 uh, and, uh, and and Benjamin Legrand when when the Virgin Islands team yeah. used to travel. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. listen, those guys, Joe Geese and them used to come over to play. Mm -hmm. In those days, um, Ronnie, Saba was the the, the the thing. That was a game. That was a Vir that, like was, it was, it was, that was a Virgin Islands bring to come together sport. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 And it was male and, and female. People forget. Yeah, no. That's what Rani just said. Well, male and female. Remember, um, yes. uh, yeah. uh, um, God, God, God bless her because she passed early. Vorgi Santos for redhead wife, right? She was Simmons. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right here, I'm just completely. You know, but this is what we this. We had a team called the Royal Sisters. I Rani, you know that. Yeah. Yes. They they were a championship team that played all over and. Competition come to St. Croix in them days. I mean, Frank, I mean, I gotta tell you, Ronnie, you know, you know, we were a little tougher than you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you guys brought Benjamin Legrand, yes, sir, over to St. John Boy to put a picture on us. Well, look, up, Benjamin Legrand was one of the greatest fast pitch, fast pitch, softball play pitchers in the world, you know. It wasn't just the, the, the St. Croix and the Virgin Islands in the region. He had a riser. 
<laughs> his yeah, pitch, his pitch had late yeah. action. When you, when you swing it, it going yeah. up, it going going up half a foot. You mean you ain't know what going on? Seriously, we talent, yes, ta sir. look the, like the Virgin mean. Islands and and talent are synonymous. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, guys, um, you know, um, the Tom sports tourism and a lot of people know what it means, but we could focus on that and bring back That's right. a certain type of tourism here that is unmatched. Because when 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 we go to the Carifta Games in Bahamas, why countries try to get the Carifta Games? Because the influx of visitors for a week, man, is, is, is incredible. And, and sports tourism will work here. You know, but you know, it's let me leave it alone. Right, but Neville, yeah. let me say this to you so that we could. I know you want to move on. No, 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 we're good. What, what, what is really happening here, and just exactly what Ronnie is saying, what is happening here in the next couple of weeks when we go into from February 28th to the 5th is the same thing that Ronnie's talking about. We are having this tournament, an elimination tournament for the world stage. And girls softball. A lot of people realize that girls softball is a big, big sport. I mean, it's it's a, a real big thing in the U.S., Caribbean, etc. And we are producing one of the the best teams that the Virginians have to compete in a tournament among the, the English-speaking countries of the Caribbean. And they're coming to compete in Saint John for the first time ever. That's for awesome. The first time ever. Nice. And, and never. I want you to, um, I'm going to talk to the guys, the, the, the uh, president of the league, which is um, a guy named Roy Hill, better known as Wanka. Yeah. And he and, you, you know, Barry Thomas, they all know. Yeah. And these guys, one day, have a, I know you can have a real talk with them. But you know that. Just before that, so set, that people know set, exactly what's happening. You set, you set that up so for your, set, set, up. set that up for your boy. What, what's the date, so sir? The 28th to the 5th? It, it's from the 28th, the 28th to the 5th of, um, March. Okay, good, but good. I, 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 gonna do my due diligence and, and and find out the details oh, about yeah. that and and get them on and all that stuff. Cause you know, you know, you know that's my speed. So I like that and 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 you know, given given what Rani just mentioned, Rocky and uh, uh Rani, um, with respect to sports tourism, that is that that that's a that's a a conjunctive thing between sports park and recreation and the department of tourism right and yes, and, and and given how miss smith this young lady right clearly ain't up yeah you know what <laughs> you know a local yeah, terminology yeah. right she 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 is the real deal um yeah. when they go before the legislature um they need to figure out which agency is going to be the one to be asking for specific money for sports tourism? Whether it'll be the the tourism department or or the the um the sports park and recreation, or or the or or they give both agencies what if the number is four hundred thousand, they split it for two hundred thousand, but the two of them could work together, some kind of how. But um, we got to we got to start showing a greater commitment to our young people. 
because they are now tourism ambassadors for the Virgin Islands. Once once you excel in yeah. and, and that and that national and and uh, regional and global level, that's tourism, man. That's free tourism. You gotta push. You gotta push where you could get from no. out of that. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. And I, I know it's easy to say sitting down no, here uh, on a microphone every Monday, every every morning. But I'm just speaking from a logical perspective, Rocky and then Ronnie. Neville, I agree with you. This is big time for the Virgin Islands. Uh, and when you talk to these guys, many of the players you know and everybody here know them in the territory. And that should be an inspiration for, for our younger generation, particularly girls. Girls' softball is, is, is a, a way to college. It's a way for education. Oh, I, I, I forgot. No, I forgot. Many, many areas. No, I forgot to bring up, you, you mentioned that uh, it, it's 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 a it's a sport for the girls. The College World Series is a softball tournament yeah. for the girls. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah, a yeah. softball tournament yeah. because they got the boys. The boys play baseball, right? The young men play baseball, right. and the young ladies they play softball. So you're absolutely correct. Uh, right. th this 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 could be a means to a to a positive end for a lot of our young young ladies in yeah, terms of getting in terms of getting scholarships at scholarships at these at these high profile universities that Carson. Thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. If you go get a scholarship, then you gone clear. Like other things in Thomas and Saint John, gone clear. You could make make nar. <laughs> no, 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 but, but Rani, Rani, as somebody who been in the VA Track and Field Federation, all of us went to college. You realize that a forty thousand dollar a year university. Right, signing up one of our young ladies for four years—that's a hundred and sixty thousand dollar a year grant. I mean, hundred and sixty thousand dollar grant in total, Ronnie Russell. And and the pucks that come along. And with the, yes, the, yes. You know, yes. The, the thing is that the sporting world, as quiet as kept, is one of the richest industries in the globe. But, but Ronnie, you, you, you Ronnie, don't want to go to soccer, football, soccer, American football, Ronnie, the whole Ronnie. sport. To seven to seven million dollars for a thirty second spot in the Super Bowl last night. Right. That that number was thirty seven thousand five hundred in the first Super Bowl in nineteen sixty seven. The number yes. the, the number gone from thirty five thousand, right? Which is yes. which is half of seventy thousand, right? To seven yes. million for thirty seconds. Yes. No, 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 hold on a second. Let, let, let me do the math, right? Seventy thousand, right? Um, ten times that is what seven hundred thousand, yeah, right? Seven hundred thousand, and then and then and then ten times that is seven million. So so the price the price of a thirty second spot has increased one thousand fold in fifty six years. Mm -mm. Yeah. Economics. This is money. Yeah. You yeah. Check? And that is really what the sport in the industry brings to the globe and it although it has some politics is practically devoid of politics you either have the talent or you don't have oh, you it. don't have it yeah it's actually two thousand fold because it got from twenty five thousand to seven million you know wow the, the economics is great and that's where we as a small little territory has contributed significantly. No, oh, we had a native. We had a native original. We had a native original playing in the game last night. Linval Joseph for playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. 
So, yeah. so, so, no, so, it ain't like as if we don't hold our own. We more than hold our own. No. By the way, Rocky and Rani, and another another nugget when it comes to money, and then we're going to get to the State of the State of the Union for, for um, President Biden when we come back from the break. They said tomorrow in America, they're estimating $26 billion spending for Valentine's Day tomorrow, notwithstanding inflation. Mm-mm. Eh? Twenty. Eh? Got a lot. A lot of. A lot of man. Like we just say, look. A lot of man and woman spending that cabbage tomorrow to let people know about it. Yeah. There's a lot of lovers out there. And look, look, Rani, Rani and Rocky. You got a lot of flowers that gonna go to work, but can't go home. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can I go home? Somebody sharing some love, man. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, all we doing is sharing some love. What's wrong with that? No, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. That's a good thing, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but now, now before you go to the break. Yeah. Listen, I, what, what I'd like to see happening is that in our school system, we start promoting girls' softball sport. We have so many sports that we can start promoting here because we never know what can happen. You know, all it is is that it's like playing a lottery. Imagine the possibilities. Oh, that's what it is. Look now, what's up? And, and, look, and look we now. have great I, 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 I'd be glad when you come on on a Monday morning to just let you like open the door, like when a ray of sunlight, a ray of sunlight to let we know that to let we know that hope is there. You know what I'm saying, and 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 that's a good thing. Great, great, great start to the show. When we get back, we're gonna talk some politics, which is something that the audience really likes us to do. So we're gonna take a break, come back, uh, table talk in in three quarter effect, not full effect, three quarter effect. This morning, we'll take a break and be back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. I'm Scott Tong from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up. Plus, conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So join us for NPR's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Ability Radio is a program brought to you by the Disability Rights Center of the Virgin Islands to promote a more inclusive Virgin Islands. Ability Radio brings you information on healthcare, art, culture, education, and current affairs, where we engage in lively discussions with guests locally and abroad. Join us every Saturday morning at 11.30 a.m. on WTJX-FM, 